Hey everyone, Big Dan here, and thanks for tuning in to the first episode of our podcast. I'd like to start things by introducing myself, the plan for the show, and why I've decided to start doing this podcast. I've been playing World of Warcraft since the open beta of Vanilla. I've been there the whole way, from launch day, through every expansion, through the dizzying highs, terrifying lows, and creamy middles. I've dabbled with pretty much every class that WoW has to offer, but I can only really claim to have main four of the classes, being Paladin, Warrior, Priest, and most recently, Demon Hunter. I've experienced all this game has offered throughout the years. Progression rating, battles for server first, level cap races, High-level PvP, low-level PvP, world PvP, twink PvP, even pet battles, and on and on and on, so on. You all know. Anyway, I started playing this game in my teens, and now I'm a married 30-something with a young daughter. My attention to the retail version of the game has faded quite a bit over the past few expansions as the direction that it's gone has made me feel as though I can't really play how I'd like to. I've longed for the way the game used to be for quite a while. Probably, I don't know, mid-wrath to start of Cataclysm, somewhere in that time frame. That's when I started dabbling with private servers. I got to mid-40s on a few, like Kronos 2 and... Oh, a couple others. Can't even remember the names that was so long ago. Then I took a little bit of a downtime, and then Elysium started up, and I was one of the server-first 60 druids on... Can't even remember which one of the two servers. But I felt my accomplishments could be wiped away at any minute. Server might shut down, or some nefarious means might be happening throughout the server management, and that kind of turned me away from any sort of time commitment. I love the game, but I just couldn't trust those who were running those private servers. When Classic was announced at BlizzCon, I found myself quite awestruck that the company who told me, you think you want this, but you don't, had finally listened. At first, I was cautiously optimistic, but I kind of had that feeling in the pit of my stomach that a whole bunch of extra fluff and features would be added to the game, and it wouldn't really be like vanilla. Thankfully, Blizzard has completely eliminated my doubts and worries with how they've developed this classic client. I couldn't possibly be more excited to get back to Azeroth the Azeroth that I remember so fondly. I go into more detail about my vanilla history during the podcast, so I'll leave that for now. I'd like to take another minute just to tell you who is going to be on the podcast and why we're doing this. My regular co-casters will be my brother, Caden, who you will hear soon, and Zizo. A longtime friend, but you won't hear him this episode. He will be 
in our first proper episode, however, which we hope will drop next week sometime. The podcast itself will be about our journeys throughout Classic WoW, but uh, hopefully yours, the listeners, as well. We'd like to hear your stories, whether it's in your own words or send in a written paragraph to allow us to read them for you. We believe the most exciting and interesting stories are made by the players in the game. So if you'd like to share or join us for a little chat, I'll leave the feedback channels we currently have in the show notes and mention them at the end of the episode. Anyway, I've rambled on far too long. So without further delay, let's talk some classic. And uh, welcome to episode, well, let's call this one Zero, of the whatever the hell this show is going to be called. Uh, joining me today is Caden. Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Just dealing with a whole bunch of first-time podcast issues. Thanks for helping out with those, by the way. Yeah, no worries. I'm not an expert myself, but uh, I try and get through things. To start us off, I recorded a quite lengthy intro just introducing myself and what this podcast is all about, but uh, how about you uh, give us a little history about yourself? Alright, so for me, my vanilla history at least, uh, I started off playing a 60 mage on Alliance. I think I was the second or third on the server to hit 60 on my mage. Then I went and rolled a druid at the same time to play with uh, you and our other group of friends, and I got that to 60 either the first or second on the server with that character. And then I actually leveled two horde warriors... One which ended up being Big Dan, who is an orc warrior, and um, the original yes, him well. <laughs> Larry Legend, um, Larry Onov, who is an undead warrior, who is two and fury, had a lot of fun with him, and eventually created a shaman who ended up being warlord uh, in PvP, mainly for PvP, and messed around a bit on a troll priest. And that's... Oh, that's about uh, the extent of my vanilla characters. Oh, quite the extensive uh, history. Uh, did did you raid or? Well, you already uh, told us that you PvP'd quite a lot, in hitting Warlord. Never got the high Warlord, I guess. But uh, how about uh, raiding and whatnot? Were you a fairly accomplished raider as well? I was. We got some server first, I believe. I raided mostly in MC and BWL. I was kind of class officer, main healer, kind of one of the few druids on the server, near topping the meters. And um, after about BWL, start at AQ, I started to fall off of raiding and get more into playing on the horde side and just enjoying pvp and other aspects of the game so as far as aq and nax is concerned my experience there isn't as strong i've dabbled in there a little bit in vanilla but nothing too extensive okay um so you said you did a bunch of alliance rating uh for 
MC and BWL, a little bit of AQ and Nax, and you then switched to Horde. Did you uh, do any raiding over there as well? I got into a few raids. Um, I did some AQ with some random guilds who were looking for a priest. Same with the uh, first couple bosses of Nax, I believe. Uh, it, mostly just because I was a priest in, for my other character and had pretty good gear, so easier to get a raid spot when you're something so valuable. Oh, no doubt. So, um, of course, you know, the premise of this show is to for the players of World of Warcraft to tell their stories in their own words. So, from your vanilla experience, I know it's 15 years ago now, are there any memories that sort of stick out, whether they're from raids, PvP, or maybe just some random stupid things that you did with your buddies a few times. Yeah, there's uh, quite a few things that stick out. Um, obviously, it's been a while, so the memories aren't as clear, but I think it was around our Magmadar kill when we were still in our small little group of uh, hometown guild, or whatever you call it, uh, Toothless Aggression, when we downed Magmadar for the first time, and I think that's when we got invited to the larger guild, Red Branch, because we played uh, such a big role in uh, those long raids, first MC raids where no one knew what the heck they were doing. Uh, that was a big thing. Um, you might know better. I know how well your memory is of that time, but I think it was around the Magmadar fight. I, I actually do remember that. We... Uh... We got the invite to their MC raid because of our horde control tactics during the server first Azure Ghost kill. Alright, yes. Yes, our little our little hometown guild just heard through general chat that oh Red Branch is trying to kill Azuragos, but the horde isn't really letting them, so we went there, the five of us, and we just started well, plowing them through the rear, so to speak. And uh, they invited us to their next MC raid, and they hadn't downed Lucifron yet. Then we downed Lucifron, and I got an invite to the guild, just to, as sort of a preliminary person. And they wanted to see a little more from the rest of the guild because they really liked what they saw and I just happened to be the officer of our little guild although everybody was basically an officer it was <laughs> there was yeah. only what like five or six of us yeah I think anyway, there's yeah. five or six there's Tim also who I can't remember where he went off to or when we lost track of him yeah I've been trying to find that guy forever Tim and his buddy Moth but, oh yeah uh, Tim and Moth, if you're listening, hit us up. But yeah, uh, yeah then, then that Magmadar kill, they had Linden from our guild as the main tank because he had the best gear on the server. And I was the server's original cloth-wearing paladin, heel-botting like crazy. And I can't even remember if you were... Druid or mage at that time. You might have been mage. And just I was uh, druid. 
I was, I think I was the only druid in the raid. I can't remember if there's one more or if I was the only druid that was actually in the entire raid. Right, right. The only thing I really remember about that Magmadar kill is they rewarded Linden for being such a good uh, uh, stance dancer to avoid the fears. And that reward was the Earthshaker, and he had so much fun with it. Yeah, that was some good times. Didn't proc much, but when it did. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, um, that's a an excellent rating memory. Now, if I if I can take over for a second here. Yep. My memory that sticks out the most in vanilla is isn't really my memory. It's something that you did. Because I remember this one time we were living in the same house and I just hear this oh my god oh my god oh my god coming from the other room so I sprint over and what, what, what what's happening what's happening and then I get in there and you're you're on your computer you're breathing heavier what the hell's going on what the hell's going on come on come on come on and I, I look, and you're fighting two guys in STV, and one of them has a Thunder Fury, and one of them has Sulfurous. <laughs> I don't think... And... My memory's a bit different, because I think this was um, the Badlands, but you never know how oh. memory works. I think it was Badlands yeah. right outside the Horde City. It was on the ledge of a cliff right by their graveyard, because they were graveyard rushing me after. Yeah, right. And then you're just on your druid, you're running around, you're kiting these guys to holy hell and back. And I'm watching you, like, over over your shoulder, just watching this frickin' druid hopping around moon-firing and switching to bear form and switching to cat form and switching back to bear and travel form and keeping yourself healed up. And then you kill one of them and you just like exploded with joy and then he graveyard rushed you and then you killed him again and it just kept happening and kept happening and after a little while they overran you now for those listening it sounds pretty unbelievable but it gets better because what we played on were little Toshiba laptops and you were using a fucking touchpad instead of a mouse during that fight. When did we get, uh, when did I get a mouse? Was it, like, BC? I forget. Oh, I completely was, forgot I played on a touchpad for, oh, God knows how long. Yeah, well, I tried doing it when we, when we first got those laptops, and I couldn't do it, so I splurged and I bought myself a self a mouse but you're like nope nope I'm sticking with the touchpad I got too much control with this baby yeah no it I completely forgot about that thing. it was the most ridiculous thing yeah but anyway like this is the reason 
I want to have people calling in and getting their stories because I'm sure somebody else has some sort of crazy, ridiculous story. I'm not sure anybody has anything to do with touchpads in PvP fighting two or three horde that had legendary weapons, but I'm sure there's some pretty good ones out there. Yeah, I think on the funny note, like one of the funniest things about um, raiding, I think, was when we stopped the raid because, what was it, a year into MC and the Scenarian chess piece hadn't dropped and our GM and others had all submitted tickets to the to the Game Masters about uh, whether Scenarian chess piece existed or not. <laughs> right, and yeah, then you and that damn chess piece. Yeah, that Never was got it. That was like I forget it was like a year, a year and a half, and the guildmaster is just like, okay, man, like let's, let's submit the ticket. Like it's it's not coming. I at that time I think I was playing we had a few druids, but they weren't really active, so I would hop on their characters to play their characters back in the day when everyone shared accounts. Uh <laughs> yeah, smart move. But um yeah, that was pretty funny. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Uh, yeah, and I just remember in PvP all the rival guilds with Frenzy and stuff like that, like the 5v10s in Western Plagueland when you're kind of outnumbered, maybe have a little bit better gear, but just managed to pull the win out. And then when we took, uh, I think if it was Frenzy and another guild down, or it might have been Luck where we camped the searing gorge uh basically the choke point with uh nefremka wearing his ogre loincloth or whatever it was his he-man uh, outfit. yeah his he-man sorry his he-man outfit and that was some really good times like uh the rivalries just made the game something because you ran into something someone and then the then you ganked them and you're like i know that guild now i know that guy like, I'm coming back for him. So, you know, that was a great thing. One thing that I don't think is going to come back that was always really fun. And some people may remember this, but if you went to Hearth Glen, there'd be, and like you were on Alliance, there would be tens upon tens of Chinese farmer rogues. And you could, like, AoE grind them in between your AoE grind rotation if you're a mage. And I remember just having so much fun. I mean, it's probably not, like, a joking matter. Like, this was probably, like, their paycheck at the time. But it was uh, so much fun to be able to, like, just kite around so many people and manipulate the game and the game mechanics and just beat them. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to see that come back. I don't think that'll ever come back anymore yeah players are definitely a lot better now than they were back then that's going to be one of the big changes coming up yeah i don't and think you're gonna see many uh many crazy matches like before but you'll still see maybe some tv ones and stuff like that oh i think there's gonna be a lot more um forced or planned out pvp and i'm really excited to get to the world pvp whenever it happens which i hope is very quickly on and as far as that uh, 
choke point in Searing Gorge goes, I remember that fight very well. There was only four of us, and we wiped an entire raid team. I can tell you for certain, it was not Luck or Frenzy. It was an alt guild of theirs. So they were oh, very right. undergeared, yeah, yeah. and we had quite a bit of gear. Except for Nefremka, who was wearing a loincloth and the Unstoppable Force. Yeah, that's right, because we did only have four. And um, they just kind of funneled in. It was great, though. Yeah. And that fourth member, of course, Teensy. We all remember Teensy. Yep. Teensy. Stupid pink-haired gnome warlock. <laughs> anyway. That's the past. And we both had so much fun. We made so many friends. Had a lot of memories, but we're here to talk about the future classic it's out in five days 13 hours whatever i don't know i don't even know i'm just so excited i know it's here on the global release on the 27th but your pacific time 3 p.m on the 26th don't forget that so we're gonna talk about classic uh, first off, did you get to play in the beta or maybe some of the stress tests? Yeah, I can't remember if it was the closed beta that we got invited to or if it was the open beta that we went in. But I remember that before that, we actually had a chance. Didn't one of your friends have like a CD that we got to play a little bit of the Horde area at the time? Oh, you're you're talking original vanilla. Yeah, I'm talking. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was my buddy. He he found a uh, hacked version, and yeah, we were able to play the horde area. But uh, I'm I'm talking classic WoW. No, the, I didn't get into the classic WoW beta. I did manage to play for the stress test. Unfortunately, got swapped around some servers. I managed to. I think it was in stress test one or two, I managed to go into Wailing Cavern and beat it as a level 15. It was a couple hour ordeal. Uh, we had, I believe, a hunter, a lock, a priest, and I was running a warrior trying to do my best to tank. But uh, when the mobs are level 22, it's not happening very well. But it was a fun experience. And um, yeah, other than that, the servers were really smooth other than the initial hiccup which was their load testing it was actually quite well so looking forward to seeing how they implement the live servers come five days from now but uh yeah other than that no beta invite unfortunately but um hey got gotten the open beta and tried that out when it was in original classic wow so can't win them all yeah that's true if you did get a an invite to the closed beta do you think you might have burnt yourself out a little bit no i think if i got an invite to the closed beta the big thing for me because i'm very methodical about this kind of thing is i would start figuring out my leveling routes and i think that's where i'm gonna fall behind some other players i didn't play many private servers or do any of that so 
I'm probably going to have to stick to a bit more grinding because I think if I go on the loving routes, I'm not going to be able to pass the pack as much as I'd like to. So I'll probably end up finding a nice grinding spot and camping myself out there, having some water, getting a little bit of sleep in between play sessions, you know, the usual. So what you're saying is you're going to queue up live to win and kill boars. There's going to be a lot of dead boars in the future ahead. There is. Wonderful. Do you think there's anything that uh, Blizzard could have done better with the open betas? I mean, the big criticism is you should have invited more people. I think, like, looking back on it, at the time, like, I was more upset because I was really hyped about it, and I think a lot of people are really hyped. But the fact that they didn't let them do raids and it was limited content, I think it dragged on for a little too long. Like, the people who got in, they got a lot of playtime. They got a lot of stream sessions. They got a lot of viewers. I think it was maybe a little bit too long of a time frame, but otherwise, I think they limited it very nicely where they weren't showing and letting them experience everything. And knowing them, they would also say, like, well, there's private servers out and people are playing that. So I can understand kind of both sides of it. So I think overall is very good. My only little criticism is I think, especially with the servers coming back up and letting them play again, I think it's just a little bit too much of exposure for the people who actually did get into the closed beta. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, I think they should have just opened up the floodgates for this latest uh, reopening of the closed beta. They should have just made it an open beta and tested themselves. And the hype would have been absolutely insane. Everybody would be like, oh, what the hell am I going to play? And, well, they're already like that. But now they'd actually get to be able to try some of the classes that they want with some talent points rather than you know level 15 you get five talent points and we all know that first tier isn't very in impactful yeah that's true but you know if some of the original people that made the game are working on classic they might th know a lot more than we do because they certainly took the world by surprise when wow released and I mean, 15 years later, here we are. The biggest hype thing on the internet is actually talking about original WoW, something that came out 15 years ago. I don't think anyone could have predicted this back then. Oh, yeah. they. I think I remember hearing that they were uh, they would be happy if they got 100,000 players or something like that. Like, they would be ecstatic if they got 100,000. And within just a few years they were over 10 million which is just more than their wildest dreams yeah well i mean they took a lot of chances they did a lot of things that hadn't been tried before i'm sure there's a lot of work that puts in that was put in that we really just don't realize so kudos to them all the original whoever you did whether you were you know testing the game or developing it or maybe just taking phone calls from people who lost their cd key you're all wonderful people absolutely there's the amount of work and love that went into this game is just it's admirable the 
the job that they did. Um, speaking on that note uh, of the original developers, if you haven't had a chance to listen, check out um, a podcast called Countdown to Classic. They have an interview, or many interviews, with uh, one of the original dungeon developers, and they're just fascinating. And all I'm going to say about these interviews is you get a lot of insight into how the dungeons were made and how quests were developed for the dungeons and how boss fights are designed. It's pretty uh, pretty remarkable, just the process that they go through. And also, to make them happy, when you're in a dungeon, people, take a look at the ceilings. There's a lot of work that goes into the ceilings. Just, just a quick look. Anyways, um, speaking of classic, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, name again happened. Uh, did you get the names that you wanted? I got. There's three names I was uh, trying to go for i got two of the three names i unfortunately didn't get my original name of my first ever character on livewow which was sierra but i did get the name caden so i'm quite happy about that yeah which is kind of what you're the name you're known by best probably yes Uh, easily my most recognizable name okay and uh Which server or servers do you plan on playing on? I'm sticking to one server. I've kind of tried and coaxed a lot of group of friends to come play on it, whether it be for one side or another, but I'm going to be playing on Blamo server, one of the new servers that came up. Or as I like to call, Blamo! Yeah, that's what she's going to do to your raid when you get there. (laughs) Oh yeah, I remember that one. Um, <laughs> pretty much yeah I, I myself I got the, the three names that I wanted I got uh, Toothless he's uh, he's a rec- resurrected being all the way from vanilla he used to be your character but he made such an impression on me that I I had to make his undead version because he's been waiting so long to be played again oh it better have that skull man as long as it's got the skull we're golden Mace Rogue with the Skullet. Is there any other way? The Skullet is what made the character. And then I got uh, my favorite name to have as an alt, Stinky. Which I rarely ever get that name because it's always taken. And of course I got my namesake, Big Dan, the Orc Warrior. He will smash. It's what he does. Look forward to uh, it. Absolutely. And uh, have the big question that everybody's asking themselves, their friends, what are you going to play? Well, I know for a fact there's not just going to be one character, so I'm going to try and limit myself to two. I'm going to go with Druid as one of my characters, but since I've played them so extensively throughout so many expansions, I recently was having so much fun, I leveled one back up. Um, I played them on the stress test too. I thought that, you know what, I don't really want to start off with that since I'm going to be pushing myself to the limit. I kind of want to do something 
a bit uh, a bit newer for me. I played a warlock before, but I'm not super familiar with them. I like the more, uh, I guess, controlling and like manipulating playstyle where you have a lot of different choices. So the warlock's kind of what I did deciding to go with, most likely. I may still change that, but right now that's what it looks like. Excellent. That's that's going to be a pleasure to group with whatever you decide on. Of course, I'm most likely going to be a warrior, but there is a chance, a little wild card chance that I that I could go rogue. I think I've eliminated pretty well every other decision. It's just that warrior, man. It's it's my favorite class in any game of all time. I love the vanilla warrior, whether it's fury, whether it's arms, or prot, which I barely touch because prot, full prot, deep prot, in my opinion, is a little overrated. I didn't need it at all throughout all of vanilla, and I, I got pretty far as a main tank, so... I just love that class, and I look forward to playing it. And, I look uh, forward to healing you. <laughs> oh, you're going need to need to bomb a few of those heals. I plan on getting in a lot of trouble. Anyway, you were mentioning earlier that uh, you were trying to talk a few of your old friends into uh, joining us on Blamo. So, aside from them, have you met up with any other old friends or rivals or anything like that? And will you play together or as rivals again? Well, I contacted a lot of people. I have one of my best friend. He's going to be playing. I don't know how much, whether it's casually or not. Got him to actually is going to resub and play for a bit with me, which will be great have uh, one group of friends, uh, kind of a dual boyfriend-girlfriend who are going to be playing with me on the Horde side, and then obviously you and um, Zizo, our other friend, are going to be playing together. I had Zizo, a... who thought work was uh, more important than the podcast. <laughs> what a guy. He's just sleeping anyways. Anyhow, and um, I talked to some other group of friends who extensively wanted to go alliance so i told him you know what why don't you just hang out on our server let's you know have some battles have some rivalry going on so they're kind of thinking about that a bit now and then there's another person who's my best friend's brother who has a group of friends who may want to kill his brother which would be great because we could get into a lot of world pvp a lot of rivalries and you know, that's just what vanilla is about is the open world and being able to see someone, you know, and be like, hey, you know what? You're dead, man. And maybe you die this time, but who knows? Absolutely. Those world PvP moments, that's that is by far my favorite part of vanilla or classic. Wow. Whatever you want to call it. Some of my best memories are all pvp related and just messing around and reddit's dead and oh we defend south shore defend tar and mill go kill 
these farmers over here, or this guild just showed up over here, or the world boss is here. Those are the best times, and I can't wait to have more of those. Especially if it means killing your buddy there. <laughs> we'll all be gunning for each other, that's for sure. So, speaking of world PvP and all the things that excite us about Classic, is there anything else that you're sort of looking forward to with Classic? Be it short-term, sort of mid-term, long-term, or any of the specific phases that you're looking forward to? Um, I'm really looking forward to the short and mid-term of the game. Um, the long term of the game like you know once aq comes out and nax i think for me at least i don't think that'll be as exciting as the first phase one two and three once there's more battlegrounds established and everyone's finished the content i think it's just gonna go a little bit more stale at least for me and that by that time i'll probably have less time on my hands so That'll also be a big factor in how much I'll be able to enjoy uh, the experience of vanilla while. Absolutely. I I also look a little more forward to the short term and midterm. Those end two or three raids, they they're gonna require quite a time sink, but I'm not sure how much, being as they're the players are just so much better than they were back then, so maybe those raids are going to be easier, but who knows. But as far as a specific moment that I'm going to be looking forward to the most, it's going to be that first moment where I see a player with a red name above their head. I cannot wait for that moment. I'm going to smash whoever it is. I don't care if they're higher level, lower level, or at the same level, I don't care if they're full health and I have nothing, I'm attacking that red player. Oh yeah. That won't be till... Oh, when does that PvP zone start? Is it 20? I think it's around 20. Because we get the safety of the low-leveled zones, don't we? We do. Yeah, but uh, once you leave the Barons, I believe, game on. And it will. Yes, but uh, as you mentioned, the, the phases probably, what is it, 4, 5, and 6 are when AQ and Nax are all being released. I, I'm most looking forward to phase 2 myself, which is when the honor system is released, but there's no battlegrounds quite yet. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be a very, very interesting time. The world PvP is going to be insane at that well, point. We'll also get Darmal at that time, so you get a little bit extra gear for those five-man parties and stuff like that to even people out. Phase 4, I think, is when ZG comes out, if I remember correctly. So I think by about 5, when AQ comes out, now that I'm thinking about it, is probably when we're going to get a little bit of a lull, probably of the player base too, I would assume. Yeah, that... Speaking of uh, those lulls, is that your biggest worry with Classic WoW? Is that there's going to be an extreme player drop-off? I keep hearing this on other podcasts and 
reading on forums that, oh, you just wait. The players are going to leave, and they're going to leave in droves. There's going to be dead servers all over. There's only going to be Herod and White Main for PvP servers, and yada, yada, yada. The game's going to die again, so on and so forth. I think... I think they've already kind of addressed that because I think people don't realize how many people really are out here playing games. And I think that's part of their phasing thing. I think they might have a problem at least from the first couple phases because my opinion on it is I look at the first phase, right? And I'm looking at like what my goals are for it. Like I've got get to 60 for a lot of people, that's going to be a month's ordeal. Probably land you into phase two, so you still have stuff to do. Level up professions to max. I've got gear out in dungeons. Got to help my friends, help my buddies. Then I'm going to be farming MC and Ani. Probably won't last as long as it did back then. I'm quite sure of it, especially with the 1.12 itemization. And have some... Uh, random PvP bouts, and hopefully level an alt. But when you think about, like, that's just the basic stuff of Classic WoW. And for most people, I mean, I I know we hear the very loud minority of people that are going to be playing, you know, gung-ho 12 to 18 hours a day for a week or two off. But for a lot of the majority of the more casual people coming into this, it's going to last them a few months. So my main concern there is when you get into the phasing, like phase two, people still might have so much content depending on when they position it. I don't know if they're going to be able to shut off and make it into one server. You know what I mean? Because they may um, expect a big player drop off earlier than intended is one of my things because i think that's integral to their plan and if that's positioned wrong i think it could just be a nightmare or like they may have to hold off on it then people are going to get complaining saying this isn't vanilla wow and you know how people get absolutely uh one of the theories i've i've heard being tossed around is the uh the theory that uh, these phases are going to drop every time there is a, uh, a down cycle on retail WoW. So right now there's 8.2, but now we're, we're sort of in that lull stage. The world first race is done, people are starting to get through Mythic, and uh, everybody's farmed up all their benthic gear and whatnot, and now there's that bit of a quiet time, so now they're releasing Classic WoW people are automatically thinking like well once classic wow gets going it's gonna gonna be hot for about a month and then they'll probably release 8.2.5 and then when that slows down which might be three months from now that's when they'll drop phase two and the cycle will continue in that sort of way well i think what they may do is like let's say they have a four month cycle like development cycle where they release as much content as they can and then they push out like a major update well they could position it so that like two months is the spread between them so 
let's say a month and a half, two months is when we're getting classic WoW from the release of Rise of Edge Zara. So that means a month and a half, two months from now, we're going to get something in retail WoW. And then a month or a month and a half to two from then, it's the end of the kind of development cycle for them to push out phase two of uh, vanilla WoW. So we may see something like that, and that would make sense strategically. Um, I would just hope that those aren't moving targets and that they're more set in stone. Is um, From what I've seen in the last couple expansions, they've been pretty good with timelines, so I wouldn't be surprised if they just looked at the analytics. They've got millions of people data and player data from 15 years they can probably predict a lot of this that we don't even think about yes that's uh, that's sort of where i was going with the my terrible explanation was i i hope those target dates are hard target dates rather than a moving target because if we have a phase one that lasts for four months and then a, a phase three that lasts for six months, then that's just going to feel bad. Yeah. Stuck in, in a phase like that. Especially with uh, some of the rates, once people start hitting 60 of how the content's going to go, um, I wouldn't even be surprised if they had to increase the velocity of pushing out some of the later phases because of the lack of interest in people, because of how clear they're clearing content. But that's um, all left to be seen, whether they stick to a hard date or whether they react. Sometimes reacting to things is a good thing, and sometimes it's uh, not a good thing. So we just got to hope that they make the right decisions. And, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, this has uh, been a good first chat hope there's going to be many more to come yeah. uh i want to give a thanks to our listeners if you're out there wherever you are wherever you're listening at work at home in the car going for a walk or hey maybe playing some wow um i'd like to thank caden for coming on with uh, short notice and sounded pretty prepared so thank you thanks for having me on yeah, no problem. Uh, let's uh, let's do this correctly. Uh, where can the people find you? Or do you have any Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, anything like that? Uh, I do have a YouTube. I think it's YouTube slash Caden now. I think I got the custom URL. But if you just look me up, um, right now I do YouTube on unimportant stuff uh, like, you know, mobile games. Uh, don't shun me. <laughs> Um, just, a, I like to do a lot of explanations and teach people how to do things. So mobile games was something that was really accessible to people. I like talking with people in the community. So it's what my channel is going to be on. I'll be streaming classic wild though. So if you want to stop by, say hi, uh, be streaming five days from now, probably not the first day, but second, third day, I'll start streaming. Okay, and that'll be on your YouTube channel, right? Yep, YouTube. Uh, don't do Twitch. Uh, I just like the smaller audiences. Uh, suits my needs. Oh, perfect. Well, is there anyone that uh, you want to shout out? If uh, 
Muppet and Nax are still alive or around. Um, how's it going, guys? Other than that, I think I've actually been pretty fortunate to keep in contact with most of the people I want to give shoutouts to. So you know who you are. Well, that's going to wrap up our first show. If you've stuck around this long, thank you. I really mean it. Thank you. We're so grateful that you've taken the time out of your day to include us in it. If you want to contribute to the show with a story or even be included in a future episode, right now the only way to contact us will be through my Twitter, at SmashBigDan. Thanks again to Caden for being a willing participant in this little project and, in my opinion, doing a great job of it. If you enjoyed him as much as I did, please go check out his YouTube channel. Search for Caden on YouTube. He doesn't have any WoW-related content quite yet, but when release day hits, you bet your ass there will be. Now, before I preview next week's show, I'd like to give a special shout-out to Josh Corbett, and the community around Countdown to Classic. Your podcast has gotten me through the long, long wait and entertained the hell out of me, and it also motivated me to give this platform of expression my best shot. If you listening right now haven't heard of Countdown to Classic, by now, do yourself a favor, check out an episode or two, Go to CountdownToClassic.com. You won't regret it. On the next episode, Classic has released. How far has everyone gotten? Have the servers exploded into flames? Find out next time. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have a name by then.